Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm just out for that. Okay, there we go. There Enough we go. of us. All right. Enough we'll, of our memories. Yeah, we'll be back. Thank you, Kathleen. Thank, Thank you so much. Oops. Explain who you all really are. My top 107.1 is KTMY FM, HD1, Coon Rapids, St. Paul, Minneapolis. My talk traffic starting near Shakopee this afternoon where a garbage truck is on fire. The southbound 169 exit ramp to Anderson Lakes Parkway is closed as a result of that garbage truck on fire. A literal dumpster fire for you. <laughs> I was waiting for it. This uh, afternoon. I knew it was coming, Ollie. Not metaphorical. <laughs> no. No. In St. Louis Park, Highway 7 westbound, a crash from Louisiana Avenue to Highway 100. Near Minneapolis, 394 westbound, a crash from Lake Street to Penn Avenue. And over in St. Paul, 94 westbound, a crash from Highway 52 to Highway 61. That's your My Talk traffic. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast partly cloudy 11 tonight, partly cloudy 28 tomorrow, mid 40s over the weekend with Woo-hoo! some sun. Right now, sunny and 24 at the My Talk studios. I need information. I thought you might be able to help. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Now tell us everything. everything. Attorneys for Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli say that evidence produced by prosecutors in the college admission cheating scheme exonerates Laughlin and Giannulli. They're saying notes from the alleged mastermind of the scheme, Rick Singer, show that investigators sought to pressure him to lie. That's what Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli's attorneys are saying in a court filing today. Today's motion comes a day before Laughlin and her husband are scheduled to have a status conference before a judge at which trial dates are to be set. They are spending so much money on lawyers lawyers and legal appeals and stuff because it still doesn't explain all the dummied up rowing crew stuff. Yeah. All that. Well, you know? they'll, they'll be in court tomorrow. And fans of Lizzie McGuire have been anxiously awaiting the reboot of the show starring Hilary Duff. However, drama on the set has halted production. A fired showrunner says that the Lizzie McGuire reboot was becoming too adult for the Walt Disney Company. Oh, oh boy. And apparently, they didn't want it. That's what Terry Minsky is saying. And uh, they were let go after two episodes. Hilary Duff throwing some shade over at Disney's way, uh, saying that, you know, hey, hmm, maybe it's just too adult for you. Okay. And speaking of Disney, over at Walt Disney World, the Jungle Cruise sank today with passengers on board in a mid-ride mishap. So around midday today, 
One of the boats that's used on the Jungle Cruise ride started sinking oh, no. while filled with passengers. Oh, no. Witnesses documented the mishap on social media, showing guests still standing inside the boat as the murky water slowly rose around their legs. Oh, Ooh, All those oh, on no. board were safely... Oh, I hope they weren't wearing open-toed shoes. Oh, they were all no, safely And the vessel nearly was submerged completely. The canopy roof still visible with a lone park employee on board. All right. That's all the dirt this hour. You went down with the ship, huh? I'm not. Sorry. (laughs) So good. Uh, So easy. You had to do it. uh, For more, check out com. I just needed some dirt. Thank you. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 1071. Show my talk 107 on everything entertainment on a on a sunny Thursday afternoon. Thank you so much for joining us. You want to stick around to the bottom of the hour? Another book that Lori and Julia absolutely have fallen in love oh with, gosh. and it's a local author, and she's going to join us in the studio. Yeah, this is getting uh, national buzz. Minor yeah. dramas and other catastrophes. I was lucky enough to read it on Thursday at the beach on the Big Island <laughs> I just in started, one whole day. I just started last night, and I'm halfway through. It's so it's a, good. It's a book binger. You can't so stop good. turning the pages. It's really, really good. I already so, promised it to someone. I said, I'll be done by tomorrow. Don't worry. Don't worry. I know it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. I couldn't, from the very first page, it just You're right, Lori. You. It's really good. And it was in last week's People as one of their book picks. Oh, so it was. Yeah, yeah. Okay. This, 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 has, this has some power behind it because it's a, it's a hell of a story. Oh. And it's not a story that we've read before. Mm-mm. You know, okay, so um, just some a uh, couple other music things. I know none of us watch The Masked Singer, but I am intrigued always to see who gets booted off because maybe Donna, you can find because Patty LaBelle was a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they must pay some serious coinage to people to come on and do this because these are they do some they're real singers. Yeah, real singers. So last night the the mouse that got unmasked was none other than one of our favorite guests we've ever had in the studio, Dionne Warwick. Oh, she was oh, just a oh. wonderful gal. Wow. And uh, she was singing uh, a Natalie Cole song, This Will Be an Everlasting Love. How would they not pick out her voice? Do they disguise their voices well, you're in the singing, mask? You're singing through a mask, so you don't sound the same. Right? I mean, that's all I, I can guess, think yeah. of. Lori, it has to be more than that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a pretty distinctive voice, right? Yeah, she right, does. You should see how elaborate the mouse head is. And then she had to take it off, and then we had to see her with her little... I wouldn't do that. I would just not like that. But she had their wings on, and she... she I, I don't I don't know what the appeal of that show is, but I want to know how much they get paid. Hmm. Well... One of the judges thought it was Tina Turner, and I was like, hell no. No, no Tina she Turner, doesn't even go out in public. But she doesn't need the money, and so I don't know, maybe Dionne Warwick uh, once needs a little of the money. You know, it's not like she wrote her songs. No, she wrote none of her songs. Right. And I don't know about Miss Patti LaBelle, but I mean, it could just be your manager says, hey, get out there, it's good for this and that, and you're going to be touring, mm-hmm. and 
gets you to a younger audience, but yeah, oh, crabby old, mean old Dion All right, let me Warwick. just see. I'm trying to figure out <laughs> oh, how much she's they make. Just because Julia said you were Whitney Houston's aunt, yeah, which a lot of people think you are because of the age difference. Okay, okay. you're the cousin. Matt, the mass singer is yielded between seven and nine million every week. So that doesn't say what they no. make, though. No, let Donnie do right. that. You don't need to do that. I All need right. I need your ears and eyes on this next. I'm going to listen okay. to you because this is kind of you know. I think I do think it's incredible. I love it when people share sobriety, celebrities. Yes, share sobriety. It helps everybody. It does. It really does. And Courtney Love, um, she's been in her feelings. Um, because on Monday she posted um, a tribute to Kurt Cobain. It would yep. have been their 28th wedding anniversary, and they got married in Honolulu, Hawaii. And she did, and you know, she posted something and very sweet. But then she did another one last night, and it was on Instagram, and she threw up four photos of herself and Anna Nicole Smith, and they met at the 2004. World Music Awards in Las Vegas, and they had a wild night out. And she writes, I was two days out of a crap money pit rehab in Orange County. So she started the evening by offering me cotton candy. She was pretty much the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen, and I have seen many. We ended up in some rich dudes, high roller suites, downing shots, etc., I think there's footage, but it's been disposed of by the E! Channel. And then Courtney Love goes on to say about Anna Nicole. Man, she was incredibly beautiful like a mist. She trailed me all night. We had fun. I'm very grateful to have met her. Vegas is terrifying. It's rare and hard to be able to keep any length of sobriety at all. Great for for the little bit I have tonight. And then she continued to write about Anna Nicole. A tsunami of chaos hit her. It was a senseless waste. She wasn't resilient enough to rise above in the moment the water washed over her head and the wave hit her wrong. How sad and bleeped. What a beauty. What a pity. How many times it could have been me or you. We love you, sweet, pretty Anna Nicole. Mm -hmm. I just, I mean, that's like sweet. Like that's a very, and then these pictures of they just 2004 and really. That was when she said, I like to thank the Birdosers. Remember when she won at at the award? I don't know if it was this award show. Because she was, besides the Osbournes, the very first. Absolutely. Um, reality show, and she really... But sweet of Courtney Love, very too, sweet to remember her and share that, because she didn't, doesn't need to do that or no. whatever. And I just, I don't know, I, I liked it that, you know, she's A, about her sobriety, and also just talking about that, because people every day lose somebody yeah. in their life, you know, that and just it could at have been the wrong anybody. moment. Right, right, right. And, and for you know, Anna Nicole, it was losing her son. son her Daniel, son died. And, and that was it for her. Yeah, that was it. And she, she had just had a new baby. I mean, yeah. it was really it for her. Yeah. She couldn't because he was everything, Daniel. Anyway, so that's going All on right, in the that's music happening. world. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know what to say about um, Justin Timberlake and SZA's, uh their first single from the Trolls World Tour soundtrack. It's called The Other Side. Do we have it? We do have Should it. Can we listen to it? We can listen to okay. it. I, I would say it's kind of... Uh, you know, it's kind of does is going to remind you, I think, of Can't Stop the Feeling because okay. that was from Trolls. Yeah. Um, but they were smart to drop the single today because tomorrow they probably didn't realize the man was dropping today. But tomorrow it'll be all about Gaga's stupid love. 
song because that's dropping. So mm-hmm. let's hear this. Um, the other side. on Instagram he's been working a year on the soundtrack and Kelly Clarkson's going to be on it Mary J. Blige George Clinton and the movie comes out April 17th and then the soundtrack right so that's what's all right that's okay. oh, I can't believe that was a, a there was no digs in that whole story about <laughs> Listen, JT I'm he, very impressed he has to live with the fact for that for the rest of his life he's a d-bag I mean he's gonna have to do so much first uh, and foremost, you're because and you're above it starting with apologizing to Miss Jackson, if you please. We'll yes. be right back. Did you miss Hollywood Speak? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so today, um, Barbara Corcoran, she's from Shark Tank. She's one of the people. She's got the short blonde hair. Short blonde hair. Uh, I love Barbara. Yeah, she came forward and talked about her phishing scam, P-H-I-S-H-I-N-G scam, which of the phishing scams, 85% of the crimes are committed via email. Email. So this is the story about what happened to her so we can help out other people. All right, let's go. This morning, Shark Tank's Barbara Corcoran scammed out of nearly $400,000. This morning, I wired $388,000 into a false bank account in Asia. It all started last week when Barbara's bookkeeper, Christine, received this email, appearing to be a routine message from Barbara's assistant, Emily, approving a $388,700.11 payment to a German company called FFH Concept. The only problem, Barbara's assistant, Emily, never sent that email. It was a con artist on the other end. Christine, the bookkeeper, even replying to ask, what is this? Need to know what account to pay out of. Someone sends you a bill, it's paid. Uh, and this one instance, it was not a good strategy. The crook responding with a detailed explanation. The money, nearly $400,000, then transferred. It was only after the fact that Barbara's team noticed this, the missing O in the from address. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Me the emails that went back and forth with the false address, I realized immediately it's something I would have fallen for if I had seen the emails. Oh, yeah. Geez. So what, Is so, that why they're always at your company? They're making their employees alert to phishing well, situation. Every company does right. it. And we took a test not that long ago here that we have to take. It's mandatory. And one of the key things is where um, if anything is spelled wrong, because you could get something from American Express, but it could have an extra X, but you don't look at it. Right. Remember, we've got you've got a FedEx box delivered to your home. I got that on my phone, mm-hmm. but it was spelled wrong. Mm-hmm. And then if they spell your name wrong or any of the people, you really, I mean, when someone's asking for money, I mean, you got to really comb through it. And one of the other ways that people are oh, um, are you know, and it's where the dot com comes because it could say um um. Lori dot American dot express or something dot org dot com or something, but yeah. it's where the dot falls to. You really just have to be conscious if it doesn't seem like anybody you know and has. But a lot of times they present as like too like for her, she probably pays all kinds of invoices as like yeah. normal business, right? So they she was tracked. So and they targeted. knew she was totally targeted, and this is happening to people. And people, one of the things, make sure on Facebook you have your privacy. Settings turned on because people like we were talking about this over lunch today. If you're going to a funeral or something, if you're going out of town and people know you're gone, they can rob you. I mean, some different just real privacy things. I well, feel like it's there's so much they, no, going they on. They can do things like they know you have grandchildren right. or and then they can send you. Oh, they're they they're. It's really like you can't tell anybody, but we have your grandchild. It sounds stupid, but it may they, they people are it, so good at this. And just know that that that. If the U.S. government wants you, they don't call you. No. Yeah, I've gotten in <laughs> the social send security you things. A letter, yes. but that is how a lot of scammers get stuff. They yeah. pretend that yeah. they are with somebody official. That's great. And if the U.S. government is getting a hold of you for whatever reason, about whatever it might be, could be anything. It will be via U.S. mail. Yes. Right. I, I, uh, the other day, I got a phony Social Security so email. I get those yes, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Or student loan. You got a. This is about your student loan. You're like, what student loan? Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, but you, you want to hear the rest of yeah. This? Let's hear the rest yep. of Barbara's story. Okay. As it turns out. Barbara falling prey to an all-too-common email scam, something her co-star Robert Herjavec, who made his millions running a tech company, knows all too well. 85% of all cybercrime across the world comes through email, which is what happened to Barbara. This is very, very common. It's been happening to businesses for two, three years now. It's now happening to individuals. So how can you protect yourself? Always verify that the email is coming from somebody you trust. Get that person to call you. Number two, check your bank statements every single day. Because if you catch it within 48 hours, the bank can get it back for you. Now, Barbara says, unfortunately, the money for her is gone. She doesn't blame her bookkeeper. Her team was able to trace those emails back to a Chinese IP address. And she says she and the team have learned their lessons. Slow down, double check everything, and always verify, guys. If there's any question, pick up the phone. 
Exactly, yeah. exactly. And that's right. the thing, because can you call me about this? I've got some questions or give me your phone number. No one ever wants to talk on the phone. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, right. so Let's that learn. was... If that can happen to Barbara, man, it could happen to anybody. Anybody. Ex- anybody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, she's on a shark tank. Right. Smart woman. I know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so this is kind of interesting, and you can watch this for this in movies, but Apple... Um, won't let bad guys in movies have an iPhone in their hand. <laughs> I love so it. Stupid. It is. Um, Rain Johnson is the director of the movie Knives Out, which I think both of you guys saw. Loved. Yeah, yeah. Great okay. Movie. And The Last Jedi. And he said, Apple doesn't want vil- villains to use their phone. Quote, Apple lets you use iPhones in movies, but, and this is a very pivotal point, if you're watching a mystery movie, bad guys cannot have iPhones on camera. Oh, God. Oh, brother. Every single filmmaker <laughs> well, has a bad guy in their movie. Is, 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 that's probably that's probably an interesting, like, yeah. how all of that works. But Yeah, they don't want anyone to be holding an or iPhone. They have to hold an Android. Yep, they do. <laughs> um, Diet Coke may be in short supply due to the spread of coronavirus. This is um, is Coca-Cola announced because um, they warn investors and people that the supply chain for artificial sweeteners and certain other ingredients Uh sourced in China has been disrupted as the result of an outbreak. Let President Trump know that and then maybe there'll be more stuff happening because he loves his Coke. Well, (laughs) Coca-Cola said they have a contingency plan in place for dealing with it, but um, that's... Excuse me. Uh, that was a big wet coronavirus oh, sorry, sneeze. But I did it in my you elbow. Did it in the elbow. You did. It's I did it in my elbow. I didn't even have some 409. I didn't yeah. even have. Now you're touching things. Well, this is my lights. eater. I'll wipe it down. Okay. I wipe everything down. Okay. You know I do. Lauren. I'm just. Look, you're but not boy. taking any action right now. Well, that's because I'm talking. Okay. Okay. Oh, good lord. Well, stop talking and wipe up. <laughs> there, I did it for you. <laughs> Okay, now have you ever wanted to have a cat, but you were allergic? Are you is this? Are you asking the cars? Because I know you know my answer. I'm asking everybody yeah. out there. Yeah, you know where you are. Probably. I think a lot of people. You know, we couldn't have cats because of my brother Casey, your husband. Yeah. Um, and I bet secretly people were glad, or at least your mom was. No, glad. we had Fluffy and Cleo. We had two oh, really you did cute have cats, cats. and right. my sister Jean is really allergic too. Yeah. But so Perina is coming out. With a new cat food called Pro Plan Live Clear. And for cats, it doesn't make most people with cat allergies aren't actually allergic to the hair dander of a cat. They're allergic to the specific protein in the cat's saliva. Right. And cats spread it all over their body because they lick themselves clean. Now, who knew that? Scientists. And that that's what crazy. causes the allergic reaction yeah, in people. That. Oh, for crying out. The new food has a special protein that Does binds. Does it work that way for dogs? If you're allergic to dogs, it's because they lick everything? Lori, and I only saliva? have cats right. in front of me. I was just wondering if the allergy for the animal worked that way, saliva-related. I don't know. Take an educated guess. I'm going to say in dogs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna no. say no. It's I not the too. same. Yeah. yeah, cats are lickers. They lick their whole damn body. Right. Dogs, Dogs just only lick, lick their, their good balls, stuff. Yeah. The good stuff, right? Cats spread. <laughs> so the new food has a protein that binds with allergen molecules and deactivates them. It takes a few weeks to start working, but they claim it will reduce the cat allergies by almost fifty percent. Wow. This new Purina hits hits pet stores in April. All right. Mm. There you go, Thank Kitty. You. That has been a really intense random report. Thank you. Very helpful.
All right, let's see how helpful the traffic is. To well, it's now. pretty random. We got a dumpster fire and a dog running on the freeway. What? I know. Oh my gosh, that's not a headline right. you see very often. No. So you're going to want to look out west westbound 494 at around Portland Avenue. I believe that's in Richfield. Where MDOT reporting that a dog darting in and out of freeway traffic is causing slowdowns. So please, if you are traveling westbound 494 around Portland Avenue, keep your eyes open. There's possibly a dog, and it's going to be very scared. Yeah, so, I feel bad yeah, for the dog. yeah, yeah. So be on the lookout there. Okay. Also be on the lookout for a dumpster fire. That's happening around the southbound 169 exit ramp to Anderson Lakes Parkway. That exit is temporarily closed. MDOT, it doesn't look like they've opened it up yet. Uh, there is a garbage truck on fire, and that's happening near Shaka. How does that happen? How does a garbage truck catch fire? I feel like there are stranger things in the world. (laughs) St. Louis Park, Highway 7 westbound. A crash from Louisiana Avenue to Highway 100. And your Minneapolis 394 westbound. A crash from Lake Street to Penn Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast. It's happening. We're going to have partly cloudy skies with a low of 11. Uh, Partly cloudy 28 for tomorrow. Right now at the MyTalk Studios, sunny 24. Weather brought to you by Furniture Mart. On MyTalk 107.1. Everything entertainment. Why do I pull your clothes and then ask you for space? If all it is to say that is why is it so hard to say? Welcome back to My Talk 1071. Well, we have got a book for you. I, if you listen to the show on Tuesday, when I gave my, you know, my books, my favorite books that I read on my beach vacation, in uh, the top five was this book. It's called Minor Dramas and Other Catastrophes. And Kathleen West is you're in studio. I'm so excited. Excited. I'm so exciting. Excited. Because yeah, you live here. I do. I live in Minneapolis. And this is your first book. That's right. That you have a huge publisher. It's been in People Magazine, buzzed about in USA Today. I read it in a day. Julia started it last, last night. night. I'm halfway through. From the first page, this is such a bingeable book and it's such a fresh story. Thank so you. Congratulations. Thank yes. you. It's so Kids. nice to hear that. Yeah, that's amazing because you've never written a book before. Right. You've been a... First try. I've you been a teacher, a teacher for sure. years. And yep. she taught at Edina High School. Okay. I was I knew this book was Edina. Uh-huh. I knew it. Okay, <laughs> Can so you give everyone the, the setup? Yeah. Well, sure. The book is about a very hardworking English teacher. As I mentioned, I was a an English teacher for twenty years before I wrote this book. Um and she comes under fire. Isabel. Isabel comes uh-huh. under fire for her progressive curriculum. And then there's a helicopter theater mom who's very invested in her son getting a part in the school play. Julia. No, Julia. not really. Not you, but Julia you. is the character. Oh, I know. Julia oh, I Abbott. You it's me, but no, that no. is her name. Julia Abbott, yeah. Right. And then there is a social media scandal uh, revolving around a Facebook group, a community Facebook group that both women become kind of enmeshed in. It's very it's- interesting because the book... From the very first page, and it's told from alternating perspectives, which I, I love, love that, that storytelling. But it's interesting because it feels so timely about the way gossip starts, the way things, if people just doesn't don't like something about what a belief is that they want to try and assign a label, a politics. I mean, it feels very 
now, but yet it also reads like a damn suspense novel because you don't know what's going to happen next. <laughs> well, I think that's really true. Like uh, social media has kind of changed everything, including education. And I've been like a really big social media proponent. I like using it in my mm-hmm. real life and I liked using it in school. But I think social media requires a level of like logic and reason and thoughtfulness. And those things can really fail us in moments of stress. And it's interesting. And people will grab what they want. Right. Exactly. And it's interesting in this book because the kids in a way are more savvy about bullying and what's being said and putting labels than the parents are who are operating (laughs) under their own don't do what I say or whatever the opposite right, thing right. of that is. I think I've, you know, I have really loved my job as a teacher and I've loved teaching all of my students. And I like to say I've enjoyed about 85% of their parents. Mm-hmm. But I think that the thing is I can really relate to all parents. I, I'm a mom myself and I have two kids. And I think we all have those feelings of wanting the best for our children and not wanting them to experience pain and sadness. And so mm-hmm. I understand that impulse to it's a helicopter. Jump in. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. How it's, did the burst of the idea though to come? Oh, that's up a kind with of a this. good story. Okay, so, tell us. Kathleen West, the book is Minor Dramas and Other Catastrophes. That's right. And I got the idea for this book when my son, he's now in tenth grade. When he was in sixth grade, he tried out for a play at school. The play was Ellis Island, which is the same musical that I have in the book. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I really wanted him to get a part. <laughs> it was a new thing mm-hmm. for him. Yeah. And I kind of thought like, well, this could be kind of neat and a new talent for him to explore. But I I wasn't sure if he was going to get it. I was a teacher at his school at that time. And I knew when the cast list was going to be posted. And my colleagues said like, well, are you going to go take a look and see if he got a part right. in the play? And I kind of knew that that would be crossing a line. So I decided not to do that. But we enjoyed, my colleague and, and, and I enjoyed thinking about what parents we had worked with that would come into school. Right and, take and maybe even change a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't mean this. They no. meant this person. <laughs> oh, so really, that's that's really yes, cool. Because really that's a big part. That's I, how the book starts. Yep. I feel like, Kathleen, if I can just say this, I feel like if J- Jane Austen were around, she would she would love your oh wry and clever observations in how you write. Well, that is a huge compliment. I love Jane Austen and have read all of her books. Um, I was an English major here at McAllister College. So, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. You can really tell. I mean, you are. I and mean, it's, I, and did it's you witty go to the and loft funny. Or how did you learn how to become such you a. You know, I did go to the loft. I, I worked on the book. You know, I always wanted to write a novel. You did. But like everybody else, you know, I graduated from college and then I got a job and then mm-hmm. I got married and then I had two kids mm-hmm. and then. I'm driving the minivan yeah. and um, I'm, you know, by the time I started this book, I was like 37 and I hadn't, hadn't done it yet. So, so what took you so long? <laughs> ha, wink, wink. I was, yeah, just working. So then um, I did, I decided I, it was time. Like yeah, I should do I've it. I've got a story. Right. I don't know what it is, but I've got it. Right. I started a different story first and then okay. that burst of an idea happened. And once I had the idea Um, It was just really fun to create that fictional school world. Like I have worked in schools in the Twin Cities my whole career. So you had. I had that. And it was. You know all the different personality types. Yes. And it was fun to write like some of those things that are so absurd about school life that people don't necessarily think about, like chaperoning dances and, you know, parent teacher conference. Those kind of things were fun to think about in a way that would be entertaining for others outside of the field. But I did take two classes online at the loft. Yeah. To learn about how to do it. 
And then I met some other writers that way who that have kind of helped you. Absolutely. And I, I do, you know, the other thing with Isabel, you know, like I really enjoyed all the, cause we, you do write a lot about, you know, the first book that really gets everything going, the great Gatsby yeah. and mm-hmm. looking at things from multiple, multiple perspectives, kind of forgetting about when you took, you had that in literature class in English yeah. or high school, how you would have discussions about, different books and how there are some kids who just wanted to talk and talk and other ones that they didn't even know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> that was very relatable and real yeah. and kind of fun. And the teacher, who, the teacher makes all the, the difference. The teacher makes all the yes. difference, but yet this teacher is being pressured to stay mainstream and she's ruffling too many feathers. Absolutely. Yeah. Is Nick gay? Yeah. yeah. Of course he is. I the great so. Gatsby. Yeah. <laughs> but my teacher, so I had a really wonderful teacher um, with whom I read The Great Gatsby. I went to visitation in Mendota oh, Heights yeah, okay. from pre-K through 12. So my oh. whole life. Um, and my teacher there was Bob Shandorf. And I read The Great Gatsby with him. And then I became a teacher and he and I were in touch. And I remember emailing him when I taught The Great Gatsby. And I was like, why didn't you tell us that Nick was gay? And yeah. he's like, well, I'm oh. not sure about that. But I was, oh, right. yeah, I was so convinced. Oh, okay, so is Reese Witherspoon up oh. in this book? Has <laughs> yeah. Oprah been in contact? Uh, name drop if you can. I don't have anything announceable on that. Okay, so it's sad, but people are talking. There's people, some interest, yes. I would think so. Yeah. Could Wouldn't you that be see fun? this oh. happening? Well, As I mean, like a, well, like a ten, like a big little lies. Wouldn't that be so fun? It's, well, here's the deal. That's the way People, to go. Yeah. We're talking with Kathleen West. You're gonna want to read this book. Mm-hmm. I've. I've minor already got dramas. people promising. Yeah. I mean, minor dramas and other catastrophes. Kathleen, that's the way it would work on HBO or would, something. A ten part. Do you have any series. contacts here at the? Well, Lori is um, continuing. <laughs> I know. will tweet Reese Witherspoon okay, good. Yeah. just to give her an idea. She's Sounds already great. bought one Minnesota author's book. Wild, that's right? Well, know? and now Curtis Sittenfeld lives yes, here too, and she, she does live here. Have yep. you met with her? Prep I've was, met her. She's one of my literary heroes. I love her. Prep. Her book prep was one of the fantastic. very first books, books we had we on. We've been on the air for 17 and a half years. Oh my gosh, yes. Prep is fantastic, but I've read everything that yeah, she's written. Remember the one about um, loosely based on Mrs. Bush? Laura Bush, I Laura love that Bush. one. Oh my gosh, American I love that book. Wife. I can't even think of yeah. it. The American Wife. Yeah, and yeah. she's got a new one coming out this summer. Oh, um, you we should. Have her on. She's great. Yeah. You had her on on the phone when she yeah. didn't live here. Well, you'll yeah. Well, I really admire her. So okay, so you've got an agent who's looking to Hollywood yeah. to sell minor dramas and other catastrophes, right. and I'm very happy and i don't i know you I have like nothing to do with it but we love you your too. cover that's amazing isn't it great because it's everything when you're picking out a book covers it it's huge what's the last great book you read kathleen well i just read well i'm right reading right now ronan farrow's book catch and kill oh, i loved it okay loved it. i can't stop and i've love been staying it. up late for that book um there's another one and i don't usually stay up late <laughs> Okay. Yeah. <laughs> my writing time was four forty-five to six fifteen a.m. So I, oh my, I gosh. just went. But um, there's a book coming out in March that I stayed up really late for called um, "Darling Rose Gold." You're going to want to read that one if you like thrillers. Yes, we do. And I also recently read "Such a Fun Age," which is the Reese Witherspoon pick, and I loved that book. It has so many important. We couldn't issues. get him, Donnie's Just you saying. tried to get her. I tried. Yeah. Get her. Okay. She's very busy with like Trevor Noah and stuff. Right. She's right. doing the national <laughs> circuit. She doesn't have time for this local book club. <laughs> but yeah. I, yeah. So those are some. And then you know, there's a great memoir that I keep talking about um, called "Good Talk" by Mira Jacob. Mm-hmm. And that one is a really good book to read right now about the political divide. Okay. She talks, it's a graphic novel. So she has like images of herself kind of collage style. And oh. she talks about what it's like her parents, her husband's parents 
supported Trump in the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. And she is a woman of color with a child of color and was really strongly democratic. And it was about like maintaining your family and loving your family across right. a political, political divide. Yeah. Which yeah. is so current, you it's, know, it's yeah. that's, that's the reality we were living yep. with. Yeah. yeah. And it's called Good Talk. Good Talk. Good talk. By Mira Jacob. Yeah. Oh, this is such a treat for us. So oh, is there, like, if you were interviewing another author, Kathleen, mm-hmm. who wrote a book that you love, is there a question that you think is missed that people never ask authors? Oh, gosh. Well, I love to hear the details of their process. Like, okay. you know, what's your routine like? Because mm-hmm. routines are so different. I just met an author who hit the bestseller list this, this week. I met her last week. Um, Simone St. James, The Sundown Motel is her book. And mm-hmm. I was so shocked by her answer to that question. She said that nobody reads her work until she hands it in to her editor, which was so surprising to me because so many people read my work, my writing partners and right. my sister. Really? And, so she's yeah. per- she just wants to control like, the process. Totally in a vacuum until she hands the entire thing in. So that's interesting. an interesting question, I think. Yeah. yeah. Who's your first reader who reads your... And what book? was the first book you read you fell in love with reading? Oh my gosh, that is so hard. You know, I have so many wonderful childhood reading memories. My parents, one of my favorite things that they did as parents was that they let me read whatever I wanted mm-hmm. and they didn't censor my reading at all. So a lot of times I read like my mom's books or maybe yeah. out, out of my age, yep. but it made me feel so adult and important and it gave me a connection to them. Um, what a great I, idea. Yeah, it's that's, that's awesome. True. But my parents read to me. They read all the Narnia books to me. Yes. We read Anne of Green Gables together. Yes. Um, I was obsessed with the Babysitter's Club and Sweet Valley High in elementary yep. school. I'm like a really wide reader. I read yeah. the serious stuff and the fun stuff. Yeah, I, I had a grandma who loved mm-hmm. Jacqueline, uh, Valley of the Dolls. Valley of oh, the Dolls. yeah. That, that one. The, and I read it like in sixth grade. And, and my mom was like, you, you probably shouldn't be reading that book. And I'm like, I love it's this fine. book. Because yeah. I didn't understand <laughs> half the stuff I, I was know. reading. Like B.C. So. Andrews, do you remember oh, those yes. books? I read that. I read Clan of the Cave Bear, yes. which is like, um, you know, I read that in prehistoric that? times. Owl. She, yeah. Jean M. Owl. Oh, yeah. yeah. And she wrote a whole series of them. But that I think was I a read them all. for a while, <laughs> yes. like a really hot book yes. to read. But also probably inappropriate for sixth grade, but I read it. That's then, okay. You know, yeah. Oh, Kathleen, it's, it's will you so please, nice you're not you. on Twitter. I am on Twitter. Oh, you are? Okay, you we are? need to get yes. that from you because we need to hear from you. When this gets sold to HBO okay. or whoever, <laughs> but also to become the ten-part series okay. of um, your second book is out. It's coming out. It's turned into my publisher now, and I'm working on it. Can you tell us anything about it? Yes, I, I, you know, in this book, you mentioned that the kids are more savvy and they kind of yep. know how to do it. In my second book, I kind of flipped that a little bit. I'm still dealing with parenthood and kids and um, those kind of social dynamics, but the kids in the second book make some really big mistakes. And I'm looking at how those mistakes impact the parents' reputations and relationships with each other. Oh, oh Kathleen, you are something These else. These are really good because people can relate. Yeah. Yes, we all can. Yes. You know, it's really tempting to take on our kids', kids successes as our own. But then what do you do with their failure? Yeah. (laughs) It's her fault. Yeah. (laughs) And I see that people who like the gifted school. Oh, yeah. We love that. that I love that book, too. He was on our show. Yeah. Like Ah, six weeks ago. I was so um, flattered because he blurbed the book. Yeah. So he gave a little endorsement. That's a great book. Loved it. I love that. And your book is a great book. Minor dramas and uh, other catastrophes. And we'll look forward to having you back on when your next book is out. Thank you so much. This is so fun. Good news. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be right back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar 
or pie made with fresh cosmic crisp apples. There are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays, and Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone.